This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All you heroes, hawks, heralds, crows, pirates, and wardens, welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we unpack, discuss, and galaxy brain about all the lore behind the Dragon Age series. We are so excited to bring you this podcast. Every episode, we'll be talking about a different topic in the Dragon Age universe, from character deep dives to exalted marches and elven gods. We will cover it all. There will be spoilers. And always remember, swooping is bad. Hello and welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we talk about Dragon Age and its lore. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Shelby or Sheacup. And just for a forewarning, we are still getting over whatever we had sickness. And so I still cough occasionally. So if I cough during the episode, Shelby will cut it out and you'll never know. Hopefully. Hopefully I can. All right. Well, we're here with our exciting patron chat, our November patron chat. And so we have our patrons here. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. And so we'll start with LVCC13. Hello, everyone. I am LVCC13 or Lizzie. And then we have the Crimson Knight. Oh, I'm Crimson Knight or Steven. And then we have Jay Ambrosian with us today, too. Yes, I am Ambrosian, otherwise known as Jay. Yeah, and so we're here for all of you Americans. If you're listening to this right now, it is Thanksgiving Day when this released. What? We're taking next week off. So this will come out on the 30th. Okay. I am a liar. (laughs) It will not be Thanksgiving Day. We will have already had thanksgiving so today we are talking about which dragon age companion character companion companion would host the best thanksgiving dinner or i put in technically i put in the in the show 
whatever subject, it's technically what companion would host the best holiday party or Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving, any of the above. Um, and I would say we can include um, advisors in this as well. Now, um, before we get started, I do want to say I'm including like Christmas party, holiday party, all of the above in this because we can't discuss this um, <laughs> next week, next month, because next month we're doing something very, very special for patron chat and we're inviting all of the patrons to come on for patron chat. So we are going to be doing something completely different. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a game show, so you'll want to stay tuned for what the hell that is about. So anyway, that's my teaser for next month. Um, but yes, who who wants to go first in answering this question? And I want you to say also, like, which one you're picking, like Christmas, holiday, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, whatever, your reasoning why, like, set the stage for us as much as you can. And I saw Lizzie did have her hand up, so I'm going to call on her first. So just because I know everyone thinks this, I think just in general for any holiday party, but especially a big one like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday, winter holiday people celebrate, depends. Josie would totally host the best party because she'd have two, especially if she invited Liliana. She'd like have the fancy everyone in their best clothes party. And then the after party would be amazing because it's just like they say in Inquisition. It's not a real party until someone's small clothes are pinned to the chantry board. Josie plans those parties. She knows where they're at. That is very fair. I do agree with you. I think Josie is um, probably like the most organized too out of all of the companions and advisors. And so it's kind of like, I do kind of feel like she may be the only one that's like, uh, got the the organizational chops to really like, especially thinking about Thanksgiving, pulling off Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving and like is able to make it to where everybody can actually eat. Like I'm sure we've all been to a Thanksgiving or a Friendsgiving where like the food sucked, like you could only eat the mashed potatoes or something like Josie's Thanksgiving and Friendsgiving. She'd actually have good food. Here's the question about Josie. I think it could go either way. I agree that this is the only correct answer because it's Josie. It's Josie. Like, Josephine, not only is she going to be organized, but she's also going to know, like, who has to get an invite or they'll be offended versus, like, who you can just leave with. And so, like, I would let Josie, like, plan my wedding. And I know, like, I would just let her plan it and she would just do it. Though I'm already married, so I guess vow renewal is what I am letting her play. Yeah. It's what you're supposed to do on your 10-year anniversary. Just saying. Oh, well, mm -hmm. that's coming up kind of soon, so you better get uh, to stepping, Austin. All right. But my question is, does Josie actually organize all the people to bring a dish to Friendsgiving, or does she get it catered? Oh, no, she gets that catered because she knows who she's inviting. <laughs> I think I think she I don't think she gets it catered. I think she um, chooses specific people for the important stuff like 
Liliana's being entrusted with the mac and cheese. Cassandra's being entrusted with the mashed potatoes. Sarah, Sarah's not bringing Nothing. anything. Sarah's Varen, bringing plates. No, plates. no, no. She's not entrusted no, with anything. She can't even be trusted to bring napkins. Exactly. Varric, he's got the paper plates. He's good. Vivian was no, no, entrusted. bring the booze. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. Varric, Varric is bringing booze. Vivian, like, Vivian's picking up a pie from the Costco. Like, she knows who she's Vivian working with. Vivian would not set foot in a Costco. I mean, fair, She'd just but like. She's a chef with like three different dessert tables. That's fair. That's fair. But like, Vivian's doing dessert. Like, Josie is not trusting Sarah, Blackwall, Morrigan. They're not bring Cole is not, they're not bringing anything. They just got invited. Like, they're not responsible for anything. Lillian's not allowed to bring anything either. He's allowed to pick the wine. That's what he's allowed to do. That's fair. Derek's See- got the hard liquor. Dorian has the wine. <laughs> See, I think Dorian would be one that hosts Friendsgiving and just gets everything catered. Yes, I think he would do that. See, I don't even think I trust Dorian with the wine because when we're talking wine, it all comes from Antiva. So I'm just convinced that like to venture wine is like buying wine at the grocery store based on how pretty the label is. You know, I bet what it is that Josie just like lets him into her wine cellar and is like, Pick six bottles. No, not just for you. Dorian is definitely the person who I feel like would not get assigned something. But if they're not assigned something, would bring something because his noble upbringing would not let him show up empty handed to a party. Flowers for the host. Mm, yes. With cheese plate. If Alistair didn't bring it. Oh, yeah. That would for sure be Alistair's responsibility. Like Alistair gets assigned the appetizer um okay so other thoughts um i wanted to challenge myself with this one i feel like there's a few i wouldn't call them obvious answers but i feel like there's several strong contenders in inquisition Mm -hmm. so i basically said you need to pick someone from origins um because in origins they're in the trenches um they're not in a nice you know castle uh with the camp and supplies (laughs) Uh, so I chose Zevron because I feel like with his upbringing, I feel like he can, and it's a headcanon, but I feel like he can cook. Um, he grew up in conditions where he probably had to fend for himself, probably grew up having to cook for himself or he didn't get to eat. And you're in Antiva. So if he didn't cook things, I feel like he would absolutely know where to get the best food. He would know how to have things catered. Um, he would know who to invite and who not in the sense that, you know, keeping yourself alive sort of thing. Um, as an assassin, I'm sure he would know who not to make mad. Uh, but I just feel like he would probably throw a really good party just because of where he's from and his upbringing. And it would probably be really fun just based off of his personality. Uh, I almost said Alistair, but then I thought, eh, his description was throw a bunch of things in a pot and you have stew. I was like, eh, that could end up in food poisoning as well. Um, but I'd say that Zevron would throw a really good Friendsgiving party. And he would probably know who not to trust um, if he has people bring things as well. Um, I feel like he would probably give Alistair an easy task. 
like a cheese plate or you bring potatoes for the mashed potatoes, but you don't get to mash them. Um, maybe just let Morgan bring herself. Her, her presence is enough. Um, I feel like she probably can cook, but I also feel like she's a little mischievous. Well, I think so. we know canonically that she can cook because of origins when she's cooking for mm-hmm. Flemeth. Um, so I think, yeah, you're right. She probably can, but I'm not sure if anybody Alistair's would present. want her to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like if certain people are present, like if Alistair's present, she's absolutely messing with his food just because. Yeah, like I wouldn't put poison past her, frankly. That's Yeah, or turn him into a frog with his food since he was so bent on that when they first met. Um, so absolutely yeah. cool, a frog frog prank. time. Yep. Yeah, that's hilarious. Zevran would throw the best Saturnalia party. For sure. Like Zevran and Iron Bull together, like co-hosting. Oh, oh my God. That would be um that also may turn into an orgy. Um but <laughs> yeah. Especially Dorian's present. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would be fun, but I feel like those three meeting would be absolute chaos just dorian iron bull and severin meeting well we know that immediately does iron bull then throw no pants friday parties absolutely absolutely (laughs) wait does that count as a party or just like a weekly event like i feel like that's just part of the charger's regular weekly schedule (laughs) all i know is that it's a worthy cause i have a really off the wall answer um you guys may be like where the hell are you going with this but i'm gonna set the stage first so i'm not talking about a big like bash i'm talking about like a low-key kickback on a tuesday night in december that is that is what i'm talking about with a party where you like invite over like four or five friends you've got a record on in the background you've decorated you've 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 decorated you've got the lights on and you're making christmas cookies sten is gonna knock that shit out of the park every day that man loves his cookies i see it yeah i can see it i feel like he probably grew up with enough structure to know how to plan things like that uh socially may not fully understand it but i feel like if he's been exposed to it through other companions that would actually make a lot of sense and i think my question is does he actually bake the cookies or does he just steal them from a fat child in the (laughs) his apartment building like i feel like I feel like, and this is a little bit of headcanon on my end, but I feel like because he loves sweet treats so much, he's probably going to want to learn how to make them Um, just because I feel like that would be a pretty large line item in his budget, (laughs) like of how much money he would have to spend on cookies and biscuits and whatever, whatever it is. So I feel like he probably wanted to learn how to make them so he could have them at any point in time and wouldn't have to like spend money or wait in line or whatever at the bakery. So I think he really does make them. And I think that he has just like gone all the way out, like 
all out on um, the different types of cookie cutters he's got, the different kinds of sprinkles. He's got every single color of icing pre-made, ready to go right when you get there. And like, like, you know, sometimes when you invite people over to like do Christmas cookies, you make like one or two and then you're done and you like do other stuff. No, no, not Stim. Like the whole evening, we are making as many cookies as possible. That is my, that is my opinion. Yep, I can see it. I also think cookies are the first thing he brings to the queue. Yes. Yes. I completely agree with that. Like, I feel like he would like mandate every bakery has to sell cookies now. Do you think he, as Arashok, he invented a position within the queue that is solely designed to bake him cookies? Probably. Yeah. I don't see him thinking that's a bridge too far. Like, I, I feel like that's believable. It's probably like a holiday like he makes there's like a national cookie day that like he forces everyone to celebrate who would like to go next oh uh, my uh choice was um ferric um because um he's one of those people that has you know a lot of connections and everything so he's going to be able to get some good stuff to be able to throw a holiday party. And as for the food, if he can't make it himself, he's going to figure out who's best at it. Cause I do think even though Josephine is like the most organizational one in inquisition, Ferrix probably the second most organizational one, just with all his uh, connections and everything. And he's also going to have plenty of games set up and everything for people to enjoy and whatever. Because an Inquisition, like the only, like he's the one that uh, got everybody together for the Wicked Grace game. Um, so I think, I think he'll have plenty of stuff for everybody to do at a party. That makes a lot of sense to me. I also feel like Varric would have like the best like entertainment. Like he's got the best board games. He's got the best playlist. Like Varric is the one at his party. Like that's on point. So I totally see that. I feel yeah. like he would invite um, Dorian and Fenris as well, just for the drama. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. would absolutely invite those two for a fight just to see what would happen. Yeah, that's fair. I think that that is um, actually extremely realistic. <laughs> that would definitely be an interesting meeting. Because, like, other than the history, I feel like Dorian and Fenris actually have a lot of stuff in common, which Fenris would hate. So I bet they'd actually have some really interesting com conversations. Now, if he was still alive, would he also invite Anders? No, he wouldn't. I think it depends on if the party is during the timeline of Dragon Age 2, like pre-terrorism. Yeah, he probably would. But afterwards, I I don't think he would. No, Varric uh, loves Kirkwall too much to want to have Anders anywhere near it ever again. Because you know this party would be at the Hanged Man. Even if Varric is in charge of Kirkwall, has the castle at his disposal, has whatever... The problem is going to be at the hanged man. 
that could also be a bit of a situation if other people like Colin, for example, are invited. That would be that'd be a situation. It'd probably be worse than Fenris and uh, Dorian because if Hawk is present, I feel like Fenris could be. Colleen's there to be the mom of the party. Yeah. <laughs> True. I think I'm going to go with a little bit. And after Ambrosian talked about picking origins, I was thinking about origins. I think that Wynn would be a great host for like the pumpkin carving party or something like, or like painting Easter eggs, you know, like something where she just directs people to do something. I just feel like a chill thing like that. I know that's like stereotypical grandma and Wynn is really not that old, but I'm, I'm going with it. I think it would start out as a joke and then like she'd discover she really likes throwing those kinds of parties and it would become a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think she could rock out a Friendsgiving as well. To be she was fair, on my origins did not do her justice. No, so not at all. I thought she was like 75 playing origin <laughs> for the first time. So they did not do win justice. No, and like the whole ages you, man. It ages you. <laughs> I think it the, really does. The um writer for her has like said, like, come on the record and been like, I was really young, like I didn't have like the the right like conception of age like back then you know so um i think when is supposed to be like 50 which um i mean yeah she doesn't look 50 at all she definitely looks like 70 uh, is she in her 40s i thought it was like 49 i think she something is like in that her late 40s because i've seen jokes about people going well that's a rough whatever yeah. um i'm i'll look it up and i'll let you okay. know again the circle ages you. I mean, fair. And like, to be well, fair. What happened to Cullen when he got out of the circle? He aged like 15 years. To be fair, uh, Wynn also had some some life traumas there with her child. So, um, you know, that ages you as well. <laughs> Let's take a quick mid break and then we can come back and talk about who's going to um, ruin the holiday parties. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What makes your ram so special? Well, he's always brought the family luck. And his advice helped us make our fortune. Your ram offered advice. How do you get your hair to do that, Dorian? With magic. 
with proper hygiene and grooming. Maybe all three of you should get acquainted. Kirkwall's not brown enough for me. But hey, no darkspawn. Ferelden wasn't that brown. The dirt and muck gave it character. Well, welcome to our mid-break, our middle of the show, where we take uh, time to um, thank our patrons, like the ones we have here. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you to all our patrons who support us. If you want to come on these shows, you want to come and hang out with us, we are here on Patreon at patreon.com slash lorecast. You can sign up there and come and hang out with us on the shows if you sign up at our first Enchanter tier. Another great way to support us is to leave us a ratings and reviews, and you can do that on Apple or Spotify. And on Apple, you can leave us a review with words, or on Spotify, you can comment on individual episodes. If you leave us some kind words and five stars, we'll read your review out on a future episode of the show. And so I do have a review to read today. This comes from Raw Doll and says, finally caught up. As the title says, I finally caught up. I love the vibes of the pod and getting to learn extra bits of lore. I'm excited to see where things continue to go from here. You two are greatly appreciated. Thank you for doing what you do. Yes, thank you so much for that review. And we are so glad that you are supporting the pod. Another great thing to do is to come and hang out with us on Discord. Um, You can do that. You can hang out with us on Discord, on the Cups podcasting and more. Uh, right now, that is the main place to get our news, and it is also the main place to participate in our Dragon Age Day giveaway, which has a lot of fun stuff from the cookbook to an Iron Bull statue from the Bioware gear store to t-shirts, stickers, lots of stuff going on with lots of ways to participate. Uh, you can check out the Discord for more information, and there will be information posted on our website, cutpodcasting.com. I also, before we leave the middle of the show, I need to thank our first patrons. I need to thank Genesis and Lisa M. And a special thank you to our Nug King tier patron, Lewis H. Thank you so much. All right. That's all I got for the middle of the show. So we can head back in. All right. Well, let's get back into it. (laughs) Oh, there. Giant icicle tits. Ice tittles. You're looking for titsicles. Oh, that's good. Yes, and it's a real nice night for an evening. Um... Oh, you fear barbarians will swoop down upon you. Yes, swooping is bad. I know we've been talking about this in chat already, but second half of the show today, we're going to talk about who is ruining the get together whatever said get together uh you want to come up with that's cool and it doesn't have to be like the same situation as your first answer so whoever wants to go first i know there are uh probably an infinite number of answers (laughs) here we can all just say anders on three okay as the resident anders hayden i'm going to chime in here this is the thing about anders it all depends on what happened to him that day. Like Anders is the friend who like when something like vaguely tangentially affects them political, politically, they come to the party and bring everyone down because of it. Like Anders is the person when you're just sitting, you know, talking about the most recent football game who comes in and is just like, yeah, I saw my best friend die today. So 
One person forgets to pass him the mashed potatoes and Justice will freak out and flip the table. Well, this is the thing then. Is Anders ruining the party or is Justice ruining the party? Okay, both of them. Because like at this point... we want to get to that debate again. Right. Like we're... At this point, like we know that they're the same entity. Like they can't be separated. So yes, is the answer. I feel like... um, Like I said in the chat, uh, Cole... On accident, everyone everyone knows Cole is ruining things on accident because he's going to be like, oh, this person is hurting and he's just going to trauma dump in the middle of the party and it's going to be awkwardly silent. Now somebody's crying and everyone's like, buddy, please, can we just can can we keep it to ourselves for like two hours? And like specifically, <laughs> specifically, it's going to be the host is upset because yep. somebody messed something up and Cole is going to be like, oh, no, like I need to go talk to that person about yep. why they're why what they did what's wrong or whatever. And then the host is going to be even more upset and it's just going to be a nightmare because he just wants to help. Um, I, I feel like not so much ruining a party, but I feel like it would be a funny situation depending on who is there. Um, if there are dragon age 2 characters present and colin is present i feel like that man he is like my favorite character but he is absolutely going to be a complete bundle of anxiety the entire party if hawk and varick are present because they're just going to harass that man the entire time because it's fun and because he you know gives them the reaction join in on that too because she yeah. loves to tease him and then if Sarah's present, he's just going to be anxious the entire time because he's easy to pick on. And for them, he's so fun to pick on. So it's just going to be, he'll be so anxious. I don't know, though. He's also used to that because he has an older sister who picks on him constantly. We can tell from the letters that she wrote to him in Inquisition. Like, he's used to kind of getting teased. Otherwise, he would not has last. He would not last as the commander of the Inquisition's forces, because he's got Josie and Leliana teasing him every time anything from Orlais comes up, because all the Orlesians want to marry him. Very fair. Um, definitely a fair argument there. Um, who else is going to ruin the party? What do you guys think? Sarah. Like you didn't even need an explanation for that. Like it just it, it is She's what it is. She's doing it on purpose. She's doing it on purpose too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Especially if it's a party that Vivienne is hosting. But like, okay, here's the thing though. Like, would Sarah be invited to a party that Vivienne hosts? She's inviting herself. <laughs> She's going anyway. <laughs> She's crashing it. The other question. Is Blackwall letting her or is Blackwall trying to rein her in? No, I think he's letting her. And I say that because party, he's letting her. Definitely. If it's a party, then he's not letting her. But, but like Josie party. Josie's the only one I think he would rein her in on. The only one. And I say that because I just um did like I just made new like break sounds for the podcast for our season seven. And there's so much banter between Blackwall and Sarah antagonizing everybody else in the party. It's hysterical. It's so funny. But also those two are much more similar than I think a lot of people give them credit for. Yeah, because I think people don't like to take Blackwall out as often 
which is sad and I'm guilty of it as well. That's why I love the YouTube videos with all the dialogue, all the ambient dialogue from the games. Cause I miss so much when I don't do certain playthroughs, but they have the best banter, especially if you've got Solus or the iron bull in the yes. party as well. It's just, it makes me wish that you could have like five or six of your companions with you because there are some other conversations like any of the Dorian and Iron Bull romance stuff. I would love to hear Sarah and Blackwall teasing them at the same time about it. It would have been so funny. I I have a follow-up question that has nothing to do with the parties. You don't take Blackwall everywhere you go? He's very useful. Yeah, but Cassandra is way more entertaining. Um, I think you've broken Austin's brain. He's the best tank in the game. I've never seen that man die on any difficulty. He dies when I take him out all the time. And you don't have him specced right. I don't <laughs> because I never use him. He is a tanky <laughs> character. I mean, to be honest, it's like I love Bull, but he dies more often than Dorian dies. And it's it's so embarrassing because he's so strong, but he cannot stay alive. It's you because get, he's a reaver. Right. But you and can get blind. Bull. Yeah. You can get Bull to survive a little bit. You just have to prioritize his tactics. But always like follow up with the heal ability from Reaver so that he's not constantly just removing his health all the time. To do what he wants. Oh, that makes more sense. Um, so let's get back to the topic at hand. I hate to rein us in, but um, Stephen, what? Who do you think would uh, be the one to to ruin the ruin the party? Meryl, I've got to pick Meryl. Like she would have no idea what she's doing, and I also do not want to eat a turkey that has been cooked with blood magic, and she would definitely do that. <laughs> Um, I do also feel like she would burn the house down. That too. Like she just I think, would. I think that's a canon event. I think there's some ambient dialogue where she talks about setting a fire in her house <laughs> in the alienage. I think you're right about that. I don't quite remember, but I, I do feel like that is familiar. I think my answer originally was going to be Cole, but also my follow-up is like Ogren is going to show up blackout drunk and he's going to drink more and like knock over the table of food or something. Well, he is the liquor. So yeah. 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 Don't make him bring the liquor because there will be none left arriving at the party. I feel like Sten could be another accidental party ruiner. Not because like Cole, where he just doesn't know and he's trying to help. But because Stan, especially when you first meet him in Origins, has no filter. So if he sees something and he's like, you know what, that's ridiculous. He's absolutely calling someone out on it and he might start a fight. That's fair. I think that's very fair. See? And I, I, I especially would love to see Stan interact with Dorian. Especially if Dorian is in the relationship with the Iron Bull at this point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because the Iron Bull knows Stan professionally. Yeah. <gasps> Uh-huh. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy used to be my boss. This is awkward. Yeah, that would be uncomfortable. Would Bull still consider the Arashok, like, part of the leadership 
hierarchy? Like, would he consider him like part of his? Oh, this is one of the people who's kind of in charge of me. I think so. No other podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's no of him. I need to. I need to pull back out my Cunaria hierarchy pyramid because I don't remember. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was gonna ask Austin. I think you're the last one who hasn't um, contributed. Who's gonna ruin the the day? Um, I think I stand by um, Anders, but I think that Solus is the person that you find like going through your stuff. Like he's left the party and you find him like rearranging your dishes in your cabinet. Because you did it wrong. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. Um. I also think there needs to be an honorable mention to Carver, who's just going to be sullen, like pissy the whole time. Like, you know, not the worst. Like, I've been that person at the family get together. But like Carver is that every year, like every time. So is it really a party if you don't have your resident grump pouting in the corner? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sometimes it's me. Sometimes. No, you just like would go to bed. Sure. That's a valid response. I was going to say, we missed Solus. I would say, you know, trying to destroy the world will definitely ruin um, any party. He'd be like the one Solis to get into would. the political debate. He's, yeah, he's starting the political fight at the table. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to, to, like, go to a party, get Solus and Anders in a debate about spirits. Oh, that would be fun. Throw Dorian in there for his Tevinter tidbits just to make everyone mad. And then and have Fenris just sitting there with Hawk holding him back. Like, don't do it, babe. Don't do it. Yeah, and I do feel like also um, Sarah would just be like standing by hating all of the discussion because it talks about magic at all. And the bull's just there because he's like, I can't stop the argument because my boyfriend is enjoying himself, but I don't like this. Yeah, for sure. But also anxiety for Dragon Age 2 team, especially Colin, because uh, Solus fighting with Anders, that man is sitting there going, please, please, he's going to blow something up again. Please don't make him angry. Yeah, and it'll be our neighborhood. Our house is going to be gone. Yeah. He's absolutely putting forks in the microwave when he leaves the function. Cole's Cole's getting overwhelmed by all the angst in the room. I have the worst scenario ever. Two people are in charge of invitations for the party. It can be any two people. But one of them invites Anders, and the other invites Sebastian, and they have not communicated about who they invited. One of these people is Aveline. Frightening. That's frightening. I don't like it. <laughs> yes, I'm, Ambrosian, I agree. I'm skipping the function. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not skipping the function at that oh, point. Oh, no, I, ha- <laughs> I, I have COVID or the flu. I have to quarantine for two weeks. I can zoom in, though, so I can watch with my popcorn. Yeah, or just hoping that Solus will put up a strong enough barrier to withstand whatever damage occurs. Is arriving at the party first. Because I want to know, because I think it's really funny if, like, 
Sebastian is there first and like having a good time and just, you know, being telling everyone that they should be chased for the maker, whatever he does in his free times. But um, he'd be there first. I feel like he would just because of his upbringing and background. And then Anders would arrive much later. And it's like that point um, when they walk in. But I feel like at that point, like the host leaves for a minute. And then they come back of that scene with, um, oh, who is it? With the pizza and the apartments on fire. That's fair. I think that's accurate. But Austin, um, I think we're ready to wrap it up and close it out for this month. All right. Well, we'll go around and let everyone tell anything you got going on or what you want to share. So we'll just go in the same order that we did at the beginning. So we'll start with LVCC 13. Well, I am LVCC13, and hopefully once the new year has started and I am back in Japan from visiting the U.S., because stupid to restart Twitch stuff right now when I'm about to leave for two weeks, um, I will be back on Twitch, maybe even on YouTube, and once again streaming Dragon Age, Assassin's Creed, and Mass Effect. We shall see. Life is busy, but I am also doing some voice acting right now. So keep an ear out for some of the projects that I have been a part of. One specific project. Cool. All right, Stephen. I am Stephen or Crimson Knight on Discord. And then Jay Ambrosian. Yep, I'm Jay or Ambrosian. Um, I'm just Ambrosian on Discord. I mentioned working on some things, hopefully coming out in last month's patron chat. And those are still in progress but much closer to being finished. Awesome. I'll look forward to that. All right. Well, that's all we have. You can obviously find us on the Discord as Teacup and SheCup. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to our Nug King patron, Lewis H. And thank you all for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. You can find us on Twitter at DA Lorecast. If you have any lore questions, topics to unpack, or side character suggestions, join our Cups Podcasting and More Discord server. It's easily the best place on the internet. You can also support us financially through our Patreon. You can find us there on patreon.com slash dragonagelorecast. The Dragon Age Lorecast is part of the Robots Radio Network. For more information about the Robots Radio Network, join the Discord server via the link in our episode description. If you enjoyed the show or learned something new today, please subscribe, leave us a review, and join the Patreon. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, give a big thank you to Pipe Man Studios. Thank you, Pipe Man. Thanks again for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We'll see you next time. Vault Dwellers, join me, Jax's sassy lady Romer, Eric, and the creator Maverick as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using falloutrtd at gmail.com. 
Join us, the conversation has already started.